All right. Hello, guys. My name is Julian Castle with the Real Estate Investors Group. And today I have a very special guest. His name is Brad Hart. Brad Hart is known as the mastermind expert. And we're going to be talking about his journey and about masterminds and about what he's doing now. Welcome to Elevate America, where we help your American dream come true. We share stories of hope, teamwork, and personal growth. Together, we'll explore stories that inspire us all to reach new heights. Hope you enjoy, learn, and subscribe. And now, let's meet some big dreamers. I'm Julian Castle, and it's time to Elevate America. So, Brad, thank you for coming on. Can you tell us about yourself? Thank you so much, Julian. Thank you so much for everybody for listening, for watching, for streaming, for whatever you're doing. Really appreciate you being here, and uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to chat with you all today. Thank you so much. So can you give us a quick recap about, you know, how you got into masterminds and maybe what you were doing and then we got you into masterminds? Sure. Yeah. So I grew up in New York at Long Island, you know, working class parents who didn't have a lot of money growing up. And I always kind of struggled to make friends and I was always hanging out with older people or adults, you know, even when I was a kid. And it wasn't until I think college really where I started to to blossom into a social being, you know, and, and really start to find my 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 thrive there. And I always wanted to be an entrepreneur ever since I was a young kid. I saw, you know, how people were, you know, some people were like in default blue collar mode or even doing a white collar job and, you know, our government job and they would get a certain result in their life. And my parents were were kind of a, an example of that. And then I saw how other people were kind of making their own rules. And at first I was like, why do those people get to make their own rules? I Finally, it started to click to me like, okay, if you can add more value than anybody else, you can set your own parameters. And the first mastermind I joined was actually the first personal development book I ever read was The Game by Neil Strauss, right? Because up until that point, I had a, a serious pain point where I didn't know how to, to, to meet, attract, talk to, date women. And it was like mind blowing to me that there were people out there that could do that. And I didn't even want to be a pickup artist. I just was like, wow, they could actually talk to girls. This is wild. Let me learn how to do this. So when it came time for Neil to start a mastermind, it was called The Society. I jumped in with both feet. And for the first time in my life, I was around people who were way more successful than I was. Uh, you know, there were a lot of older guys they were like 40s, 50s, and they'd already had careers. Some of them were like partners at big firms. Some of them had their own companies. One guy was a hundred millionaire, now a billionaire. We're still friends to this day. And it just opened my mind up to a new level of thinking. So yeah, we learned about like the first thing I went to, to learn, which is how do I talk to a girl? But more importantly, I learned, okay, what do you, what is it like to build relationships in business? So five years passed. I remembered the impact that Mastermind Group had on me. And I decided to go to a, an event called Mastermind to Millions. And Mastermind to Millions was this incredible event that my friend and mentor, Jay Fazette was running at the time with Joshua, another friend. And their whole thing was, how do we launch, fill, run, and scale a profitable mastermind group and scale it to a million dollars or more? And they just made it really clean and easy and simple. And at that event, I went VIP and I met a gentleman named Michael. And Michael at the time was running a Amazon company. It started with his, his family. And we're talking over mashed potatoes and he's like, yeah, I'm doing you know pretty well here. I got a $100,000 a month business. I built it with my family. I'm like, how much you work? He's like, oh, I, you know, I work like five hours a week and I spend the rest of the time on my boat or I go out on my power power glider. I'm like, whoa. And he's like, yeah. And uh, I'm like, what do you sell? He's like, I sell cat tunnels. I'm like, what the hell is a cat tunnel? It's like this little neoprene tunnel that the cat runs down and rings the bell. I'm like, that's wild. You make that much money selling cat tunnels? 
So like, dude, show me your ways. He's like, sure, I could coach you. I'm like, all right, how much would it be? He says, it's $30,000. I said, all right, well, I could pay $30,000. I invested that much into myself before, but let me ask you a question. Do you have other people that want to learn this from you? He said, yeah. I said, great. Because he, he talks about it on Facebook all the time and everybody's like, yeah, let me do it. I'm like, great. Do they all have $30,000 to invest in coaching? He said, no. I'm saying, even if they did, would you want to coach all of them one-to-one? He says, no, because the business I built is all you know based around fun and family and freedom of time. And and that's what's important to me. I don't, I don't want to necessarily work harder. I said, great. I got your solution. I'm going to run your mastermind. I'm going to help you market it. I'm going to help you make the offer. I'm going to go do all the sales. And we're going to take people where you're already going, which is China and Hong Kong every year to source products and and put them on Amazon. And you're going to be the expert and I'm going to run it for you. And we're going to split the money. And he said, great. So within two weeks, I raised $35,000. We did a little you know, mini event where we had people come in and you know, talked about what he was up to. And you know, we, we sold spots to this thing. It was like a beta price, super low price. So we, we ended up bringing like 52 people to China and Hong Kong who ended up asking better questions than I would have asked. They took better notes than I would have taken. And they got better results than I would have gotten had I just done the one-on-one coaching with with Michael, right? And I had this network all of a sudden that was really beautiful that had all these people in it that I could pick and choose who I was going to play with and do stuff with. So that was really exciting. Within a year, on the back of that, we launched a, an Amazon marketing agency that went from zero to $75,000 a month in recurring revenue. And I ended up selling my share in, in that and, and moving on from it to focus on what I believe really gave me that success in the first place, which is mastermind groups. And since then, I'm, I'm happy and excited to report. It's been seven years since I launched that first one. Now I partnered with Jay, who runs Mastermind of Millions. And now we do the event twice a year because he's, he's been doing this 30 plus years. He's not looking to work any harder. So we just do this event twice a year. We did our last one in March. We're doing another one coming up in October. And we've actually got a really cool little group that's just all free, beautiful content for people to, to learn about Mastermind, right? So if you want to launch, fill, run, scale your mastermind to millions, you can come check us out. It's at marbles.link slash M2M. That's letter M, number two, M group, M to M group. So that's marbles.link slash M to M group. And that's all free content. You can check it out and it's really good stuff. We're doing a challenge next month. We're doing a bunch of cool stuff. And then the, the next event's in October. So you can come check that out as well. That's amazing. Congrats. So when it comes to what you're doing now, uh, can you tell us about what you're doing now? Yeah. So thank you for the question. So yeah, that's kind of the mastermind arc. And I still do that. I've been up, you know, teaching people how to build masterminds now for like a little over five years. Some of our best clients have hundreds of clients of their own. And that's been really wonderful. But you know what hell is, and I'm sure you know this already, is business owners and investors out there. Hell is having a business that that does good or it does okay, right? It's not any longer really lighting your fire. It's not any longer really doing the things you do. And don't get me wrong. I love teaching people about masterminds, but I'm the kind of person, like, if I do any one thing for too long, it's going to be like, okay, what's the next thing? And I used to work in real estate in New York, and I really loved it. It was the first thing I really used to thrive in. In fact, I was working on Wall Street, and I got headhunted. I got recruited to join Bond New York, which is the eighth largest real estate company in the in the city at that point. And we were competing with like Prudential, Douglas Elliman and, and Corcoran and all these big firms. And I ended up getting five promotions and having a team of six people working under me in, in two years. And had my dad not passed away suddenly in 2010, I probably would have kept it at that job. I really enjoyed it. But my life took me in a different path. So I always had this kind of romantic notion that I would come back to real estate because I, I really loved it. 
and I've always wanted to own real estate, but I don't want to manage real estate. I don't necessarily want to go out and chase deals down and acquire real estate. So I had this money mindset, this limiting belief, because we all have limiting beliefs, no matter what level you're, you're always encountering a new devil. I decided somewhere along the line that, oh, I got to go have a big pile of money and then I can invest in real estate. But that's really not true. As, as you know, and anybody listening to this knows in this group, because you've probably taught them really well, it doesn't require money to go do real estate deals. It requires having a network, right? People and money find the right deals. And if you can find deals, you can raise the money and bring the people and whatever else you need. So I'll tell that story. I'll continue that story in a second. I just want to catch people up to speed on another story. While I was launching Masterminds, I have two dear friends that I met through training in NLP. So NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. I went to an NLP master practice seminar. It's like 200 hours. It took two weeks. And the first day I show up on my motorcycle and somebody else pulls in next to my motorcycle, like, you know, big dude, tats, long hair, the whole thing. And I'm like, hey, bro, nice bike. And she takes off her helmet and has her long flowing hair and says, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. And that was... That was Jen, Jen uh, Conkey, and we became fast friends, like total entrepreneur, total nut job like me, and and super shit talker. So I got to really know Stacy and Jen. So they're they're married now. They have four kids. And about a year later, they came to one of my masterminds and spoke about real estate because we we always do these masterminds about investing topics and all that. And they kind of caught the bug. They're like, hey, we should really start our own mastermind. So I was like, okay, great. I'll help you get it off the ground. So I helped them with referrals get their first $150,000 in their, into their mastermind and, and in clients, right? And their background is actually pretty interesting too. So like Stacy taught real estate for 25 years through like Nick Bertucci and a bunch of others. Jen used to do all these big corporate build outs for like Target and Home Depot. So they had a lot of real estate experience and corporate experience. And this was the first time they ran a model like this. So, you know, they, they really took off and now their mastermind's doing like you know, five, six million a year, whatever it's doing, and they're they're kicking butt. But more importantly, they've also done fifteen hundred doors or so worth of transactions. I'm not sure what the exact number is off the top of my head. And they're really looking to scale up. They're looking to to, you know, be building a skyline with all their friends. And they have this really cool brand called Warriors of Wealth or Wow for short, where they they kind of like have this Roman theme where like if you're in for one year, you're this. And if you're in for another year, and the top level is a centurion. And they're like, I want to create, I was talking to Jen recently, I want to create teams of three because we teach acquisitions, we teach fundraising, we teach property management. I want to create these three person teams that do each role and I want to create a hundred of them and I want to go build a skyline with all my friends. I'm like, that's a really cool idea, you know, and and you bring people into the mastermind, you bring people through that. So manifestation and and the universe being what it is, the second I had that conversation with Stacy, I'm like, we're going to do this 300 thing. We're going to create these Spartans, right? That go out and find these real estate deals and raise the money and all this cool stuff. Julian sends me an email, totally cold, out of the blue. Hey, do you want me to, do you want to have an interview in front of 170,000 real estate investors? And I'm like, hell yeah, that's what's up. So you can say it's it's been a really magical week, man. I really appreciate you reaching out. So it's, you know, the the mastermind thing's cranking, the real estate thing is is starting to really explode. And I'm excited to, to continue to do that. And we're speaking at Stacy and Jen's event in November, and we're going to get rolling with some some cool new projects. That is really cool. I'm happy everything is just coming together. Very, you know, the stars are aligning. You know, I want to create a mastermind. I've been actually working on it for a couple of weeks. I have more than, I, I posted one time and it had like more than 200 comments. 
people interested. Amazing. And in the valley, baby. Yeah. So, you know, from that, I've created an intake forum and have about 40 people that, you know, are interested. And, and so real quick guys, no ads here, just real stories. The only ask I have is you spread the word rate review or share this podcast. It may inspire someone out there to reach new heights. You know what, what I want to create, which is, I think it's special. I want to bring in experts to teach the, you know, to teach the classes, right? I don't want to be the own the teacher in it. So that's what I, you know, want to do. And, you know, just, I'm just interested in learning about, you know, how I would do that. Yeah. Right. So hundred percent. Well, Julian, since you've been so gracious for me, I'd love to just comp you to come to mastermind of millions. It's probably the best and easiest place to learn. So I'll get you in there as my guest. That's thing one. Thing two, if you're just looking to to gain some clarity and content right now, you can always go check out the group, like I said, and we can put the link below this interview. But generally speaking, just to kind of give everybody a sense of, of what we're doing here, I mean, there's really only a few things you got to focus on when you're thinking about a mastermind, right? And the reasons that masterminds work and they continue to work are really two things. And I learned this from a, a dear buddy of mine. It's results and relationships. <laughs> so think about it this way. If you had a mastermind you joined, I'm sure you've been a part of a few, maybe you joined Matt Andrews or or whoever, right? Dan Fleischman. Like if you come in, you get a bunch of results, but you don't really know anybody, you don't have a lot of relationships, you're not really like vibing with the people, you're probably gonna stay in for a year and be like, I got what I needed, I'm good, you're gonna move on. Or if you come in and you don't get a lot of results, but you get a lot of really great relationships, you're probably gonna do the same thing. You'd be like, hey, I'm just paying to hang out with my friends. I already know these people. I'm not really getting any results above and beyond the relationships. Let me let me bail out of this. But if you get both, if you're going to every mastermind meeting, you're getting a ton of results and you're getting a ton of relationships and you just continue to really love and look forward to going, you're going to stay year after year after year. You're going to stay for three, five, 10 years, whatever it is, right? And I see this over and over again. In masterminds I join, they miss one or the other or they're inconsistent. But if you can really nail both, you're going to crush so that's where I'll start you off. I just want to make sure you understand. That's going to be the most important thing. How you get results and how you build relationships is entirely malleable. There's certainly best practices, but it can come down to you, your values, how you want to run your mastermind and how your people want to be served, right? So tell me about your idea for your mastermind. What's the outcome? What are the results you hope to get? And how do you, how do you want to form relationships with these people? Thank you. So what I want to build in a mastermind is the result that I want people to get is to buy their first multifamily property, whether it be a small board, a mid-sized one, or even partner up on a large one since we're, we're a group of people. And you know, I want to bring in experts to teach the classes so that we can do that. I also want to be a student and I want to host it and I want to be a student. And then all of this for the purpose of buying more multifamily properties. And then that's you know, the results that I want to get and the relationships that I want to build are, you know, building relationships with like-minded people like myself who have a long-term vision of building property portfolios, a big property portfolio. So that's, that's, that's the goal in a nutshell. I love it. So we've already hit on two things that are really important here. A, you want to make sure you're meeting those people who can acquire, who can fundraise, who can property manage, whatever is going to be required to actually do these deals. So you have a steady stream of deals. You have people that can handle them. You have teams that you can build or, or call for or whatever it is. 
And then additionally, you have the result of, hey, this is the best practice, and we're going to bring in all these experts to teach. These are the best practices to do these these items, right? And you can partner up with folks like myself, Jenna, Stacey, whoever. Like you can bring in whoever you want, and I've got a bunch more. I'm sure I can make a whole list. I'm sure if we compare notes, we know a lot of the same people to make that mastermind really special. So if it were me launching that mastermind, I would focus on getting those core people in for like a beta promotion. Tell them, hey, listen, like, you know, this mastermind is going to be X and Y and Z in the future. But right now we're in beta, we're in pilot mode, we're, we're doing founding memberships, right? Mm-hmm. And there's only five or 10 or 15 spots or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result of being a founding member, you're going to get certain benefits that not everybody else is going to get. We're going to grandfather you in at the same rate, number one. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to pay the same amount no matter what it ends up being in the future. We're going to give you way more attention and get more feedback from you than anybody will in the future. So you get to help mm-hmm. shape this mastermind and create it in your own image and get exactly what you want out of it. I'll guarantee it, meaning if you're not happy with it, we have 30 days or whatever to, to fix it. And if not, you can get your money back. And then you'll make sure that everything in that masterminds is centered around that or initial core group of people so that you can get the case studies, the objections out of the way, the stories, the testimonials, the real hard social proof that gets people to say yes. And that would be different advice than I would give to somebody who is just starting, but you already have an incredible audience you've added so much value to. There's so much like pent up demand, I'm guessing, as as you know, evidenced by that post you put up. There's, there's so many people craving this and wanting this and wanting to play with you at a, at a bigger level. You just have to open the door. So it could come down to a series of a couple dozen conversations. You fill that first round and now you're off to the races. And then I would just focus on loving on those people until you're like, oh, I've really got it. I know exactly what it is. And then I would open the door for another 10 spots at a higher price and then another 10 spots at a higher price. And you want to get into the range of like, I'm guessing in the, depending on the structure and the format and how many meetings and all that, probably in the 25K plus range would be a good place to to be. But really that's, you know, I don't want to constrain you either. I mean, there's $100,000 a year masterminds. There's all, they're all over the map. So um, wherever you want to end up is fine. I just, I would continue to kind of grow it and and increase the price as the value equation continues to rise, right? And when you start to to peter out on the pricing, then you just keep it there for a while and go to the next thing. That's that's awesome. That's amazing. So basically let door open up the doors and then let people come in and then they're the beta, right? And then we are making sure that we love on them so much and they get the results that they're looking for and they build the relationships that they're looking to build. And then once that's done, then we keep improving the mastermind and then we open up more spots and then more people come in. That's right. And then we continue and then, you know, we just have people come in and and add value, right? Yeah, I mean, you basically nailed it. It's like you were, we're borrowing principles from like really successful nightclubs. You always keep a line, right? You always have more more demand than supply. So that's one piece. You're borrowing from principles that have shaped human communities and civilization forever, right? We're we're shaping it based on our values. You know, my values are I want to help people have fun. I want to help people create freedom, and I want to help people have a family of choice, right? Because I, I grew up without kind of that that family around me that I really wanted. So I had to create it, right? So if you can just hit those three, you're going to be in really good shape, but you add your values onto it, right? And you make it specific to the results that they want to build and the relationships that they want to build. 
And the cool thing about a mastermind is it's not the biggest thing in the world. You're not competing on such a large scale. You could have hundreds of masterminds with hundreds of people and still never really tap out the market. So it's it's a beautiful thing for anybody listening. You're not you know doing something that's so big or so broad or, or so competitive that there's not enough space there. And you get to add a lot of value in a leveraged way, make way more income and profit in less time provided you have the audience that you've been, you know, pending up demand. That's just a really great vehicle to serve all those people without it filling up your calendar. So that's that's really what we focus on. And we make it really simple and troubleshoot all the different things that come up because we've seen between Jay and I, we've been doing this for 40 plus years. We've seen everything that can go right and everything that can go wrong. So at this point, that's that's what we focus on. So 100% transparency, you know, masterminds are my favorite model. I've done everything. At this point, I've written multiple books, I've done funnels, I've done challenges, I've done, you know, all this stuff, courses. And I keep coming back to masterminds, highest income, highest impact, most fun, most freedom. You can run a seven-figure business in five, 10 hours a month. That sounds amazing. And you actually get the connection that you're looking for. Because a lot of people, when they come into business, That's it. they're looking for that connection and and don't get me wrong. If you hate people and you don't want to deal with people, masterminds are not for you. <laughs> but if you love people, which I do, I love people. I'm an extrovert. You know, even my introverted clients are like, I can either partner up with somebody or I do it a specific way or I do it virtually. It all works, right? It's just the model is really where the where the magic is, you know? So we teach the model and we help people troubleshoot along the way. Got it. Sounds good. Yeah, I love all that. And so for someone that wants to learn how to build a mastermind, you would recommend them going to Mastermind of Millions? Yeah, Mastermind of Millions is, is where it's at. I mean, you're not going to find another event that does it like that. And you can learn more about it at mastermindofmillions.live. But I would say even before you go there, check out our group. It's free stuff. We got a lot of really cool content. If you're not familiar with school, it's a good uh, opportunity to like check out something that's a little bit different than Facebook without all the noise, but it's, it works in a similar way. So you just go to marbles.link slash m2m group that's marbles.link slash m2m group we'll get you in there you'll uh, answer a few questions on your way in and then you're in the group you can go into the classroom section check out all our great content it's all free and then you can go and uh, start a conversation in the threads as well or get your questions answered uh, we're just looking to build a relationship like we said you know we'll get you some results we'll build a relationship you'll have your own little free version and then if you decide you want to come to the event we have that available or there's other opportunities as well. If you need more help, you just raise your hand and you say, hey, I need more help and we'll help you out. That's amazing. You have a digital course about creating a mastermind or is it just- I have so many programs. <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have everything built out. I've got books, I've got challenges, I've got webinars, I've got master classes, I've got training, I've got all of it. Yeah, it's all there. I don't want to overwhelm people with options. Yeah, yeah. I would just say start there. That's a That's a great place to start. It's free. You're in our little community and you can start to learn. We just launched that, by the way. It's a brand new offering that we're creating. So I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in there. And you know, you guys get to help us create what what you want, right? You just ask the question, hey, what do you what do you think about this, that, and the other thing? And it, it's probably something we've dealt with a million times before, but every once in a while people surprise me. But regardless, we have great content to answer most questions at this point. That's amazing. Okay, so I want to touch on the aspect of this new venture that you're bringing about which is the real estate side and the real estate side. Yes. So yep. tell, tell me, you know, what, what it is that you're bringing 
and then what the other people are bringing so that you guys can have one of these very successful ventures. Yeah. So the, the Spartans thing, man, that's going to be the cool thing, right? That's going to be my, like my crew. These are going to be my homies. These are going to be people that are like out there. They're acquiring deals. They're fundraising for deals. They're managing the property for five to seven years that we're going to dispose or, or exit the property. And we kind of look at it as like, you know, it's an opportunity to do the thing you love or you're good at without having to worry about the other parts. So you can focus on one role. If your job is just to raise money, your job is to raise money. If your job is to find deals, your job is to find deals. If your job is to manage the property and not do any of that, that's your job. And we have a lot of people who are really incredible at all three, but we're just not, we're not trying to make it 300 tomorrow. We're trying to just make it teams that work each time and, and integrate and up level as we go. So, you know, we have a few teams now, we'll start doing some more deals and then we'll, we'll build it out and go. My job is to make sure the fundraising side is on point. That's really my job, right? You call me Leonidas, Leonidas, I'm going to be the the champion of these 300, I'm going to make sure that there's enough money to do all the deals we want to do, provided they're good deals. And somebody else's job is to go find the deal and somebody else's job is to manage it. We have those people. So, Hey, real quick, guys, boost your productivity with time boxing. Even big names like Elon Musk swear by it. We've got a cool sheet to help you out. Grab yours at bit.ly slash timebox sheet. If you don't like it, there's a 30 day money back guarantee. If you're out there listening to this and you're like, hey, I'd really love to be a part of what Brad's building and what Jen and Stacey are building and work with people who have done $1,500 worth of transactions and work with people who have really created something special, I'm, I'm happy to to chat with you. If you just want to reach out, you can send me an email at brad at makemoremarbles.com. That's my email. That's makemoremarbles.com, just brad at. And we can chat about that. And this is you know, relatively early days as far as my involvement. But like I said, they've been at it for a while. I helped them launch their mastermind. They've been doing it for years. They've been acquiring real estate. I think they got up to 970 doors in one year one time, two wow. years ago, I believe. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're no slouch. You know, They really know their stuff. And they do most of this all virtually. So like a lot of these properties that they've acquired and that they run and manage and had big exits on, they didn't even look at them. They've never been there. You've never been stepped foot in them physically. So that's their whole shtick is like, you can manage this stuff from anywhere. And when you, you know, create the division of labor, like we're doing, it gets even more exciting because you get to focus on the one thing that you love and not have to worry about the other stuff so much. That is amazing. So it's really cool. So you, you basically, you broke down the steps to doing real estate. You have to find the deal. You have to find the money. And you have yep. to find someone to manage it. That's it. So what, when it comes, you know, you're going to be the person in charge of getting the funds. So can, and do you already have experience getting funds? Yeah. So I, I kind of glossed over this in my story earlier, but my background is actually in fundraising. So, you know, I did real estate for a while. And then when I transitioned out of that, I started trading and eventually got published in Forbes and a couple other things happened. So I'll, I'll skip some of the, the salient details. That Forbes article got tweeted by Tim Ferriss. 300,000 people read it. A lot of people started reaching out to me for they wanted to partner with me as a trader, as an opportunity, you know, as an opportunity. Because one guy was basically like, hey, man, I took that one piece of stock advice that you kind of flippantly gave me one time and I paid for my wedding with it. I'm like, that's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, how do I give you money to manage? I'm like, well, I don't really know. So let me ask some people smarter than me. And they said, go raise a hedge fund. I said, 
a hedge fund? What I, I, you know, how do I start a hedge fund? Do I got to be like blessed by the Pope? Do I have to have a license? Do I have to do all this? I didn't know anything about it. And I asked some smart people that worked at, at hedge funds and, and they said, oh, it's pretty straightforward. You know, you set up in Delaware, you have a LP GP structure. There's an exemption under 506B that you can do it with. It doesn't have to be a securities offering in the traditional sense. It costs a lot of time and money and lawyer bills. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go do it. You know, why not? And I didn't know any better. I just started reaching out to people I met in my masterminds. And I was just like, hey, do you have money you want to put to work? I'm taking on this much. And I made 200 or so outreaches. I probably had 100 phone calls and 17 people gave me the money that I needed to start the fund. And I was just trading options at this time. That's what I was good at. I was trading my own money and I did this fund. It's called Heartwood Capital. This is around 2012. So 2013 was our, our first full year in business. We did 106% return that year. And we were partnered with a fund, my mentor's fund, that did 500% that year. So here we are doubling or 5Xing our money. And we had a month that year where we made a million and $40,000 in profit, which was way more money than I'd ever seen or heard of before at that time. And it taught me two things. It taught me that money is abundant and that there's way more out there than you ever thought is possible. Trillions and trillions of dollars moving around the planet all the time. So that was thing one. And thing two is that no matter how much money you make, because that was what was driving me up until that point, I can remember being that four-year-old kid locked in his room with his parents fighting about money before my mom left. Mm -hmm. It's never going to make you happy in and of itself. But what it allows you is opportunities to go out and find your bliss, your purpose, your family of choice, and, and freedom and fun, and, and do those things that are really important in life. And money is a fuel that can get you there. So it's not an in, in, in a means to an end in and of itself, but it's a possibility to go out and find things. Because the, the reality of life is that 80%, 90% of people are going to spend most of their time just getting by. They're going to you know pay for their food and their shelter and their you know, their education and they're going to have a family and they're just going to kind of get by. But things like real estate, things like masterminds, things with leverage allow you to create a different type of life. They allow you to go out and find your bliss and try things out and to find your purpose and your passion and impact more people. And if you never did those things, you might leave the thing you were supposed to do here on earth by the wayside. And I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to fail the rocking chair test. And what I mean by that is I don't want to be 80 years old on my rocking chair, thinking back on my life and be like, oh, I missed it. Oh man, I was focused on the wrong things. So I think it's really important to understand that, yeah, you can do anything you want in this life and you can raise a bunch of money and you can have a hedge fund, you can do all this stuff. But if you were true to yourself, that's the most important thing. So for me, what I've loved most out of all these things is finding things that really work and bringing more money to them. Okay, you only have so much yourself, right? Mm -hmm. But if I find something that really works, like my fund was really working, or I find this real estate, you know, partnership that's really working, or this mastermind thing is really working, I'm really good at then activating the people in my network to come and join and and put some money in the game. Because, you know, not everybody's gonna give their time, not everybody's gonna give their talent, but everybody has some treasure laying around that they can put to work, right? And that gives them an opportunity to play along. And everybody wants to play along. And that's all I'm looking for, is just people to play with. Right. We're going to, we're going to create cool things together. And as long as they understand risk, they understand, you know, they're an adult about decisions and they get that not every single investment is going to work out. Big disclaimer, right? We can play together and we can keep doing deals together. So anytime I raise money, that's kind of my, my, my caveat. Like at the end of the deal, when we're about to sign papers, I say, listen, look, there is a possibility I could lose some or all of this money. 
that could happen. That's just the nature of the game. And it depends on what investment you're talking about. With options, it's a lot more risky. Real estate's a lot more safe, but it's a spectrum, right? There's a possibility I could lose some of this money or all this money. Can we be friends if that happens? Because if not, I don't want the money. So I always say that before here, because I don't want to have a conversation where you lost money and you're upset because this didn't work out. Because a lot of things are out of your control in life. They just are, you know? You can put the best foot forward. You can give everybody the best possible chance, but you can't guarantee anything. It's just not how life works. So when raising money, a lot of people have that mindset of, if I lose this money, I'll lose the relationship. And the reality is you only lose the relationship if you didn't have the proper expectations set beforehand with the proper people, right? Not everybody's going to be able to play that game and understand and be okay with it. And not everybody is the right partner for that reason. But if you can continue to do your best, help people the most you can, bring them in on cool deals the best you can and communicate and have agreements that are really clear, you should be okay. So if you're not activating your relationships in your network to raise money yet, let's have a chat. And if you are doing that already and you're successful at it, let's have a chat about potentially working together because I, I want Spartans, right? I want the people that are battle-tested and proven that have raised money in the past and want to do it again and they don't want to have to deal with all the nitty-gritty deal finding, betting deals, dealing with property management. That's hard, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. So it sounds like you really found what you're really good at, which is raising the money. And it, to other people, finding that deal is probably what they're good at. That's right. And, and then for other people, managing the deal is what they're really good at. So yeah. you just happen to pick that. And, and you know, what, what are some, you know, for the people that you're speaking to, which are potential capital raisers, what would make these potential capital raisers really understand that that's what their blissful calling is in comparison to like, you know, managing the deal or going in and finding the deal? Yeah, I think it's a personality and skill set thing. Like if you stick me behind a computer with a bunch of spreadsheets or I have to make a million phone calls to vendors and fix toilets and, and chase a lot of stuff down, like it's going to drive me crazy. That's just not where I'm best suited. Or... If you're telling me I got to go out and hunt deals all day and, you know, check the obits and talk to the lawyers and the accountants and this person and that person, and then run the numbers on the deal and figure out if it's a good deal. I can do that just like I can do the spreadsheet thing. I can. doesn't mean I want to. It doesn't light me up. But what lights me up is having conversations with my friends who are also successful. It's masterminding. It's helping them solve problems. I don't even raise money for most of my friends. But when I do, I know it's always there. Because just like you, I've built up so much goodwill and demands that I can tap into anytime I have a project. So like, for example, I raised money for a SaaS company last year. I had four conversations I raised from five people because somebody referred somebody. And I was 100% hit rate and I filled the deal in a week, right? Because you've been just adding goodwill and helping people and and paying it forward and doing all these things for so long that there's people out there just ready to help you. And they're like, hey, and, and all of them said this. They said this, some version of this is, I'm doing this deal because it's you, Brad. I believe in you. And I get that it may not work out, but that's why I'm doing it. And here it is. And when you start thinking from that place, things become more possible. It becomes less about what you can do and more about what you can find that can be a really great option for people. And the same thing goes for finding deals. If you're great at finding deals, we want to talk to you. If you're great at managing properties, we want to talk to you, right? Whatever your bliss is, 
we want to put you in the right place with the right team to make it happen and build wealth together. Again, everybody should be paying attention to the fact that AI and, you know, all these different factors that are, are really coming out of the woodwork are going to make a lot of businesses obsolete. But you know what's not going to be obsolete? You're going to need a place to live. You're going to need an apartment or a house or whatever. And ownership is not going anywhere. It's what the entire American economy is built on. It's why capitalism works. You can own assets that have inherent demand in them that people need to trade against, right? They need money to to do it. You know, you're not going to let them live there for free. That's not the business model. And they're going to want to live there. So owning those assets is a, is a surefire way to continue having cash flow. You know, I, I, I shy away from the word passive because I don't believe it's passive, but it's leveraged for sure that can really create wealth for you and your family for generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds amazing when someone really understands their blissful passion for people that are looking at capital raise, is it as easy or as simple as there's three parts to a deal? Capital raiser gets a third, the management gets a third and the one who found the deal gets a third or is it a little bit more? Yes. That is a little more complex and convoluted, and that's more of a Jen question. She's got that all kind of dialed in, and she's not here right now, so I'll just defer to her in a, in a future interview, perhaps, so we have them come on and talk about their side of things. I mean, it really comes down to all business, all investing, all funds, all whatever you're going to build, right? Whether it be like a single deal and a syndication, all the way up to a, a full-fledged re, we, you know, we have plans for all this in turn. It comes down to incentive structures. You know, you hit it right on the head. It's like, how do we make this deal big enough for everybody so that they're excited and nominally and monetarily, you know, is there enough money in the deal for everybody to want to do it, right? Is there enough incentive for everybody to want to do it? And it's not just money in your, in your, in your pocket, which is great in the short term, but it's assets. We really want to build that skyline, right? We want everybody to get rich and stay rich. The biggest tragedy in life is we work so hard for so long to build wealth and we get rich and then people lose it. They don't understand how to hold on to it, how to grow it, how to build it as assets and a portfolio that can actually sustain you for the long term. And I can tell another personal story about this, uh, which I think is really poignant if you want. I'll take about a minute or two. My grandfather, you know, I told you my parents, you know, they were blue collar workers. My grandfather was secretly wealthy and I had no idea. And when I was 16 years old, he went into a nursing home. He had to transfer his assets to my father early so he didn't get eaten alive by Medicaid. Mm -hmm. And we had to figure out why he was wealthy. It was like a Sherlock Holmes detective puzzle because here I am, 16 years old. Grandpa was rich. He got a couple million bucks in the bank and stock and and stuff like that. And he's making $100,000 a year in dividends. Where did this money come from? We didn't get it. Mm -hmm. So it turned out that his father was mega wealthy, had a thousand plus acres on Long Island and left it all to his maid because they were estranged. So this maid, uber wealthy, moves back to Columbia, never heard from again. His uncle felt bad that he didn't get an inheritance, decides to buy him shares of Standard Oil and Bell Telephone. This is way back in the day. Hey, real quick, guys, no ads here, just real stories. Are you thinking of owning multifamily properties? Let's do it together. Join my multifamily cohort. We'll learn from experts and help each other buy that first multifamily property. Head over to multifamilycohort.com.
He said, hey, take these shares, forget you have them, cash the checks, and just never sell them. And my grandfather did that. And when my grandfather was in his 80s, they had accumulated so much, you know, they had split so many times and so many dividends and so many different companies. There were like 25 different companies spread across all these different brokerages. We had to like hunt them down and consolidate them into this one account, which was passed along to my dad. So grandfather passes away. My dad takes over. Within eight years before my dad died, because he passed away young, he had whittled that down to about a quarter of what it was when he got it. And if he had kept going in that way, he would have probably lost it all. So it took one generation to create. It took eight years to almost destroy it. And then my job ever since has been building it back up. Mm-hmm. I've been obsessed with that because I recognize that it just it's it's not about having money. It's never about having money. It's about having the mindset to create money. It's about having the mindset to create value. It's about the mindset to create leverage. And if you can just really dial into that, anything on a small scale can be scaled to a large scale. If you can make one deal work, you can make a hundred or a thousand deals work. It's just a different structure. It's a different set of leverage points. It's a different set of incentive structures for a larger pie for people. And it's easier, in my opinion, and many other people would agree with this, it's easier to build something big than something small because top talent is attracted to big opportunities, not small ones. So for me, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to focus on getting it right on a small scale. I'm going to raise a bunch of money to go and do it big. Raise, you know, money to hire the right people and put the right teams in place to go make it happen. Because that's what's really going to get it done. That's amazing. And I I know where that comes from. Um, It actually comes from this over mega wealthy billionaire who found in a small company called Blackstone Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the book, What It Takes, he talks about the, I mean, the main thing is like the people who make big money is that they offer an opportunity that other people can make big money too. And that's what it takes to build a big billion dollar plus. That's our whole ethos, man. Make more marbles, not grab for all the marbles, be the hungry, hungry hippos. No, make more for everybody. That's the only way it can work. Well, well let's talk about that. That That is a company name. You know, yep. I, I make more marbles. Is that the ethos behind it? Yeah, that's it, man. So back when I was doing, you know, hedge funds and real estate, the first time around, before I learned how the whole wealth creation cycle worked, and I was basically like looking at these deals, being like, oh, there's only so much room in every deal, right? It's like somebody, if somebody's going to make money, somebody else is going to lose it. And that was the, my mindset at the time. It turned out to be incorrect, but my mindset at the time was like, there's only so much space here. If I make a trade in the market, and I want to make money and somebody else has to lose it. I mean, that's true on an individual trade level. But when you talk about the bigger ocean of money, it's like there's more than enough for everybody. If you're willing to take the risk, you can make the reward. Same thing with real estate. There's more than enough real estate out there. There's way more than you'll ever need. You know, they're building more of it every day. There's so many deals you could be a part of. It's really about what do you bring to the equation that adds value. So before you seek to extract, you have to think about what can you add? Right? How can I make this better, cheaper, faster, stronger, more valuable, get more people, more results, whatever it is. What do you add to the puzzle? Do that on a small scale, test it out, get it right, and then scale up with money and with help with you know really strong players. So you know, make more marbles is, is that ethos. It's that ethos of 
you know, I was blind, but now I see. I, I was a scarce, competitive-minded idiot when I was young. I was also a lot of other things that, you know, I've learned a little bit over the years. Now I'm 38 and I'm like coming back to all these things that I once did and realizing like that was the mindset shift that I needed in order to make it bigger, right? It has nothing to do with my skill set. Although a skill set's important and you want to have skills, it really came down to was I thinking big enough and was I limited by my current perception or belief based on my experiences up at that point. And now having spent so much time with so many people and so many masterminds that are mega wealthy, seven, eight, nine, even 10 figure people, I just recognize like, hey, the difference between the guy with a billion dollars to his name and the guy with nothing is they think differently. It's not even that they work harder. It has nothing to do with work at that point. It's just they think differently. Mic drop. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is a very breakthrough conversation. I know a lot of the audience feels that way as well. And so if we want to learn more about you, Brad, where can we go find you? Yeah. So if you want to talk about masterminds, we have a group. So that's marbles.link slash M2M group. That's leading up to our event here in Mastermind of Millions. We're giving away a lot of free training and content. We're answering questions. We're going to do a challenge next month, all that great stuff. You could check out my book on the subject at 8minutemastermind.com. It's a best-selling book. It's a free plus shipping offer. Plus, we have three free goodies. We give you like 101 questions to ask you your mastermind, give you the cheat sheet. We give you a hot seat recording, just stuff to get you in the game and get you comfortable doing that. I've got a book called The 8-Minute Money Manager. You can check out at 8minutemoneymanager.com, and that has to do with all that. We just launched another course, which is really great. Is that about time? I had a lot of really great content. Yeah, the 8-Minute Money Manager is all about how to manage your portfolio. So if you want to invest you know, and create that, that's that's what we do there. And we really just try to make everything simple. We try to make the, everything accessible for wherever you're at, right? I don't expect you to know everything about money or have dove down all the rabbit holes. My job is to take all I've learned from all these really successful, wealthy people and distill it down to the simplest steps. And the best way to get a hold of me, if you need to send me a note, is Brad at Make More Marbles. Uh, you can check me out on Facebook. I'm in the group. Brad Hart is my name, H-A-R-T. And that's facebook.com slash Brad Hart is my profile. There's a few of those. And I'm just happy to send you in the right direction. If you're like, hey, I want to do masterminds, cool. Hey, I want to raise money and help you with your deals, cool. I just think Julian's a great guy and I love his hairdo, cool. Like whatever it is you want to tell me. <laughs> I'm happy to, to send you in the right direction, guys. And I appreciate you. you. Brad, yeah, you're definitely generous. All right, guys, so this has been an episode with me at the Real Estate Investors Group, and we hope to have Brad come on in the future. As you know, he is building something related in real estate, so could be worth to check out in the future. So stay tuned, and yeah, have a nice day, guys. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, everybody. Stay blessed. Thanks, Julian. Thanks for joining us on Elevate America. We hope this story inspired you as much as it inspired us. If it did, please give us a rating, leave a review, and tell your friends. Let's keep the dream alive. I'm Julian Castle. Until next time, dream big and reach for new heights.